Alright. We in this bitch? Yeah, we in this bitch. Alrighty. What's up? Folk. <coughs> and welcome to the podcast. Where I might just fuck around and speak on it. It is. Your one and only favorite Wody. Just another nigga. With no bitches. And an opinion. Now. If you watch on YouTube. Though maybe you haven't. Maybe you can't. Because I rarely put the full videos on YouTube. But maybe you're listening. And you can hear it in my voice. I'm a little more animated. I'm trying to pump myself up. It's 3.39. I almost don't feel like doing this. But I say, if you're watching YouTube, you can see that I got a fucking desk and shit now. Now, I don't really feel like fucking with the camera and shit to show you. Well, I'll pan, you know. But just imagine me, guys. Picture me rolling. Picture me rolling right now, because I got a motherfucking, all right, we back. Long story short, I got a desk. I got a motherfucking desk now, so, you know, it's easier for me to just, you know, just know just know it will reflect. The podcast will reflect with me getting a desk. You know, shit's fitting to start going up a little bit, you feel me? But, um, yeah, fuck it. Let's get into it, you know? Let's motherfucking get into it. Where do I want to start first? All right. I'll stop at the, start at the top of the list. So, I'm on Twitter. First, let me just say, like, it's crazy how much I be on Twitter now. I used to never be on Twitter. And I was talking about this last week, too. Like, the last time I, I can remember myself, like, really, 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 really being on Twitter was in motherfucking Korea. When a nigga had exercises, working the motherfucking night shift, you know what I'm saying? In a truck, in a truck for 12 hours, had my shit set up like a fucking apartment, speakers and shit wired all through the top of the bitch, you know what I'm saying? Laptop all up in the bitch, you know what I'm saying? All all kinds of snacks, snacks galore up in that bitch, you know what I'm saying? And uh, when the wintertime was going... The heat was, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Nigga really had heat up in that motherfucker. So I say that to say I was getting bored as hell because nine times out of ten, I was just sitting in my truck for 12 hours. Out of the 12 hours, I was in that truck just sitting for a smooth eight, seven at the minimum. And I used to just be on Twitter like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? That was the only time I'd be on Twitter for real, for real. So now I'm back on Twitter. All the goddamn time. And uh, something that I seen on Twitter, which turned out to be kind of like a national story, I guess you could say, as far as entertainment goes. But uh, Family Guy phasing out. Excuse me. Family Guy is phasing out gay jokes. Huh. They said 
things that we deemed, uh, you know, acceptable 10 years ago is no longer, you know, we don't, matter of fact, let me get the, the, the direct, the direct motherfucking quote. You know what I'm saying? My nigga said, what'd they say? All right. All right, here goes one quote. If you look at the show from 2005 or 2006, put it. Let's try that again. Yeah, let's try that again because, you know, I'm trying to get my voice acting. So I got to, you know, let's try that again. If you look at a show from 2005 or 2006 and put it side by side with a show from 2018 or 2019, there are going to have a few differences, Salkin said. Some of the things we felt comfortable saying and joking about back then we now understand is not acceptable. Huh. No problem. This shit came out in 19 motherfucking 99. Of course shit was different back then. Of course shit was different back then. You feel me? Ah. And of course shit was different in 2008. Say what you want, joke how you want. And now things are still different in 2018, 2019. The difference is now you have to watch what you say. Compared to the difference back then where you can say whatever the fuck you wanted, basically. Nobody either cared the world didn't care. Maybe people weren't as sensitive. Maybe people were very sensitive and just knew they couldn't say anything either fucking way. No doubt. That's a hand clap that you're hearing. I applaud family guy. Y'all, y'all have uh, either somebody has confronted you with a problem or you are, you know, yeah, you definitely got confronted with the problem. Everybody's seeing this shit. In 2018, 2019, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, you can't go for nobody. So, they, you know, they're reacting. And they're like, all right, we're going to get better. When you know better, you do better. I'm not mad at that. Again, I applaud them, but let me say, though. I bet not see one one fucking black joke. I bet not there. I bet not there see or hear not another motherfucking stereotypical or just blatant racist black joke on Family Guy. I don't want to see it. Because if everybody can't have fun, can't nobody have fun. Let me say it again. If everybody can't have fun, then can't nobody have fun. Yeah, it was redundant, but I still liked how it sounded. But y'all feel me, though? Now, come on now. I'm not mad at the gays standing up for, you know, for how they, for, I'm not mad at that. 
They don't want to get joked on. All right, for sure. And Family Guy, y'all are respecting that. But I feel like if you're going to respect it, then where's the line? Where, where, where's the line at? Where's the line? The line got to be drawn. Is it just at the gays? Is it just at, what What about Jews? I know they still making fun of Jews. Lord knows you can't say shit about a Jew. That should still be blowing me. You say something about a Jew getting money and it's a, what? Like, for real? Y'all niggas, come on, my G. That's just, come on, my G. Look, long story short is, when it comes to this shit, Black people, we have the ultimate race card. Nobody else is ever going to have the race card that we have. So just relax. Relax. Nobody's ever going to have the card that we got. Because, damn it, we still got to play with that shit to this day. But back to Family Guy. There's a lot of energy that has to be kept with this, I believe. I truly believe there's a lot of energy... Because that's all it's going to take. That's all it's going to take is for Family Guy to do one more black joke, which they're all funny. They're funny as fuck. You know what I'm saying? But that's all it's going to take. One solid good black joke that might have just crossed the line a little bit. And we're going to let them motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? Them soldiers, the warriors, they're going to strap up. And black Twitter, gonna, it's going to be a storm. It's going to be a storm. I would hope that that same respect is given to us. I would hope that if us as black people were to make a fuss or anybody, any race, any group makes a fuss that you know they going they going they going to meet them with that same energy you know what i'm saying because we're like how could you not so you're going to tell me just the gay group is more important than the black group the hispanic group the asian group the jews the 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 uh the Indian the Middle Easterns, you know what I'm saying? Where did, where's the line at? Which brings me to my next point. Again, I'm not mad at gays, and me even saying this is probably like I shouldn't say it because I I can't really speak for it. I feel like they might have took it too far with this one. Because it's like, well, why can't, like, just like I was reading this article, they was like, you know, this should be a time, instead of looking at the jokes as being offensive to you, look at it as a time to laugh at yourself. And I was like, you know what? Right. Just like the one black joke that I seen. With Family Guy, you know, uh, <laughs> fucking Quagmire is like, he's like, hey, Peter, last night I had sex with a black girl. And uh, then Peter just starts punching himself as he's too, uh, as a black couple walk by. 
And they were like, what, bro? Like, all you said was black girl. And then Peter was like, yeah, I know. But your boyfriend looks like that typical angry black guy. And, you know, I figured he'd get, you know, be mad or offensive. Then he, like, gives him a hand. He's like, we good, G? We good? We good? Yeah, we good. Like, it was stupid, but it was funny, though. (laughs) Like, that was, like, that was funny. Like, and, again, I don't think there's any joke. Like, I don't think... Of all the groups that got joked on, I don't think that any of them, if if they crossed the line with one group, I feel like they've crossed the line with every group. Now, I've watched Family Guy for a long time, but I'm not familiar with every fucking episode, every fucking, you know, uh, uh, racist joke or offensive joke. You know what I'm saying? But, again, I feel like, you know, that could just, like, laugh at it, you know? Like, laugh at it. I, I, I really feel like, you know, what what's the term? What's the term? Not, not threading a needle or was it walking on thin ice? No, it's not walking on thin ice. What's the term that I'm looking for? A slippery slope. There we go. There we go. Yeah, I feel like this is a slippery slope. Uh, That family guy, especially family guy. Because, uh, again, you know, like I said, this – it could pop up again, and if you don't match that energy, you know what I'm saying? Like, what does that say? What does that say, you know? But, um, yeah, as far as the LGBT uh, community, come on now. This family guy, y'all know family guy funny. Laugh, laugh, you know? But, uh, yeah. So, you know, that's it on that. I just thought that was kind of, hmm, what else do I want to talk about? Uh, I think I wrote this down for if I would have did it with Ramakai. Yeah. All right, fuck it. So the Currys, Stefan, Aisha. They say that the key to their marriage and or long marriages is to put each other first, not the kids. Put your wife, put your husband, put your significant other first, not the chaps. Now, I don't have kids, you know, but I want them. Does she add another goal? <laughs> I don't have kids, but I want them. I look forward to, you know, the day that, you know, I have me a little, I have me a family and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shit, guys, that's what, that's why life is so like, low-key depressing because i understand what comes with that and right now i'm not ready for any of it (laughs) but um i do think about that a lot though you know that's like i was talking to kobe one time i was like you know like you know niggas is i was like well you know we think about we trying to live out here in la we know how expensive that is and this and that shit you know and um i was like you know like what happens 
what happens when all people do is work? You know what I'm saying? Like, because out here in L.A., unless unless you're getting paid twenty five, thirty dollars an hour. You know what I'm saying? Probably at the minimum thirty dollars an hour. You're not even close to surviving off a forty hour week. Not even close. Like, if you're not working forty hours a week, my nigga, you you are basically below the par- the poverty line. Like, you are in line for the poverty line. If you <laughs> for real, that's for real, my nigga. And um, so I'm like, you know, like, if all niggas doing is working, how do you even make time for family? You know what I'm saying? How do you stay in kids' lives? How do you? Because cause I'm, like, cause I'm like, what's more important? That's why I was asking her. I'm like, so, like, what is more important in, in family? Or in, in family? Or what is more important for a man? What, what's more important that for a man's role? Is it providing? And just making sure, like, if all you if all you doing is working, but, you know, kids got food, kids got clothes, kids can go to school, bills paid, lights on. If that's all you doing is working, if you're if all you're doing is working to do everything for your family. Is the, is that more important than the actual family? Is not is maybe sacrificing excuse me maybe sacrificing a a lifestyle or uh certain hours or whatever just so you can have more time with family what is more important as a man you know what i'm saying so we we got to talking about that uh we got to talking about that one day because i was just talking about like you know uh working at like post houses and shit like that and how sometimes, you know, uh niggas be working for months straight and literally only having like a few days off just throughout those months. Like every fucking day is at least a twelve hour shift and you're going, you know, twenty some days straight before you even have like a day off or two days off. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and I'm like, you know, like, how was that going? How I was like, how, how would that affect family? How would that affect us? You know what I'm saying? Like, if that's the work schedule, cause a nigga just trying to get some money a nigga just trying to, you know? And, uh, so anyways, you know, we got to talking about that shit and whatnot, which is a conversation I'd like to have, uh, or I'd like to hear somebody have, you know, another opinion or perspective about that but anyways back to the to the curries so with them i can imagine you know like because all right curry he's definitely working mad hours every week even if he's not working mad hours i feel like just in basketball season like his brain is just has a lot of basketball like even when he's not working he's probably working working out getting some, you know, shooting around, like, you're not Stephanie, you're not, you're not motherfucking chef with the pot, and you're not putting in mad hours, you know what I'm saying, like, it's not happening, it's not happening, so this nigga's really probably out here working, 
Um, of course, I I would I can only assume. I'm not gonna say I can only assume. <laughs> that sounds bad, but I will assume that uh, Aisha is a uh, is a housewife. I'm pretty sure she had like a little cooking show or some shit like that, you know. But um, long story short is she's probably always with the kids for the most part. When you know, when Steph has his uh, road games and all that other shit, and just out and about, whatever you know. And damn, I forgot where the point I was trying to get to. Ah, let me start over. I feel them. You know what I'm saying? Like, how could you not? What What does a relationship feel like when 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 you're not? in it for y'all anymore and that's something also mean like me and kobe be talking or we be talking about or she be saying most of the time uh she's like you know like she's like i want kids because i'm getting older you know what i'm saying like you you know it's it's unhealthy or it's you know we gotta have kids before this age and this age whatever the case may be you know but she was like but i want to get married first i want to do it the right way and all this and that but she was like but at the same time like I want to just have you, you know, I want to just, I want to just have you as my husband for a little bit before some other people come in, come into play. Cause she was like, you know, you were mine first before you were theirs. And, uh, you know, and, 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 and like I said, I can feel that. I, I can feel that, you know, like I wonder what, I wonder how relationships what kind of ha- what happens when kids you know get involved and you start having kids like does that i feel like it, it probably works bro it probably works uh both ways probably works both ways um uh, it, it it probably enhances the relationship makes the bond tighter because y'all are both of y'all are in it together for uh for other people and it could very well hinder it too you know what I'm saying? Uh, the focus, maybe the priority, maybe maybe they can just feel it. One 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 of the partners can just feel the love kind of shift a little bit. The priority kind of shift a little bit. You know, um, that's just like a family member. I won't go into details or say or, or say no names, but uh, a family member of mine was telling me that same thing though like you know he was like you know basically basically we just basically we just in it right now like it's all good it's all love you know what i'm saying but we in it it almost feel like a roommate situation low-key but that's because all the other person does their their main focus priority is is just about the kid you know what i'm saying like that's just all their their mind thinks about it's the kid making sure the kid got this make sure the kid do this make sure the kid you know what i'm saying and the kid's older you know what i'm saying uh not grown but either a teenager pushing teenager whatever the case you know what i'm saying and uh i bet that does i mean I bet that does kind of suck. And of course, you love your kid just as much as 
you know, just as much as the other parent does. Or at least you would hope that y'all both love them equally to death. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I'm sure that does make you feel a little way uh, when you can see that, you know, y'all not in it for each other no more. And so they were saying the the courage and it took me a long time to get to that. <laughs> but the courage was just saying, you know, like you have to make time for each other. Y'all have to like put each other first. Y'all have to go on dates. Y'all have to do things together where it's just y'all to to just, you know what I'm saying? And uh I'm not sure what it is for. Maybe it's to I don't know. Um re reignite maybe the spark if you lost the spark or whatever like mm-hmm. I'd ha- I really have to I, that's why I, I kind of wish I would have just saved this topic for someone else that I, like I was doing it with so I could kind of get their perspective because I'm you know like I have an idea about it but at the same time I'm kind of like uh you know what is it really solving saying i don't know whatever but long story short is i thought that was interesting and uh, i wanted to talk about it because it was a slow week and what else do i want to talk about oh and here we go this is going to be the last one Ah. internet censorship should there be Censorship on the motherfucking internet. I ask this question because the internet is a wild motherfucking place. And I really ask the question because the other day I'm in the group chat with the homies and the one homie, he dropped a clip in there and I didn't really know what it was gonna be. I seen something about like gun violence or something on it, and and then police. I think it was a DL Hughley, like how not to get shot or some shit like that. So I clicked the shit, and they actually showed the cop killing this man, point blank. The cop is telling the dude to walk to his car, or some shit like that. Just keep your hands in your pocket. Who I don't know what the fuck. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck was in that car. Or what in the fuck? Like, what in the fuck did that man do? Or what was he so afraid of? What what was the cop about to find on this nigga that the cop told him to keep his hands in his pocket as he, he not even ushering this nigga to the cop car? It's like this nigga just leaving the premises or something. Like, it ain't really look like he was in no type of trouble for real, for real. It didn't look like he was really in no type of trouble. And this nigga fucking goes into his pocket. Into his coat pocket. He had his hands in maybe his coat pockets down by his waist or in his pants pocket. But then he goes to the coat pocket by the chest on the inside of the coat and pulls out a fucking gun to try to shoot the the cop. Like puts his hand on the gun. Surprised that shit didn't get blown the fuck off. He grabs a gun. And then just gave that nigga three hot ones. Pop, pop, pop. 
Nigga just fell over, slumped. And I was like, whoa. That was graphic. And I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, what in the fuck was that cop about to find on this nigga? What did he have on him? What was going on to the fact that, like, it literally looked like this was something that wasn't fitting to be escalated to all of a sudden he pulled out a motherfucking pistol and tried to shoot a cop. What? But back to my point, or back to what I'm saying. I see that, and I'm like, damn, like, ugh. That was graphic as fuck. Like, I really just watched somebody die. Just watch somebody get shot. And I'm like, yo, I, we don't need to have that shit. Like, that shit makes me want to believe in censorship for uh, on the internet. I do. I just do not believe that we should have the option to see someone die. I do not believe that death is something that we should just be so desensitized to. Like, really? That That's like when Worldstar first, like, came out. When Worldstar first came out, man, like, I probably was on Worldstar for, like, the first bit of the beginning. But then I had to, like, stop fucking with it because it was just, like, it was too much. Like, I will never forget one time we was all smoking. Went over to the homie, went over to the homie's house. Matter of fact, what, what nah. Yeah, went over to uh to one of the homegirls' houses. And we smoking. You know, it's probably like five or six of us, this and that shit. Hold up. So we smoking. We smoking and shit. And uh then the one homegirl, she get on the motherfucking internet. And the first thing she do is go to World Star and just watch fight compilations. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, nigga, we high as hell. Like, we like we legit high. We legit high as fuck. And you get on World Star just to watch some fights? Like, bro, you killing the vibe right now. Like, don't nobody want to see all that shit, you know? So I had to get off World Star for a minute because that's just I'm like, yo, this shit is just like crazy. Like this is literally just niggas fighting and stupid shit. Like just wilding. But then I really had to get off that shit when they started showing niggas like killing people. Now, of course, you have to click it. It's not like it just pops up on you. You have to click it. You have to enter. They tell you that it's graphic. It's all this and that. You know, so it's not like they're putting a gun. It wasn't like they was putting a gun to my head. Like, but at that time, like World Star is a little bit more. It has a little more variety now. You know what I'm saying? And and what be on there? Uh, you know, a lot more music videos. There was always a lot of music videos, but a lot of music videos, funny little compilations and shit like like it's all kind of shit that be on World Star right now. But like back when World Star first kind of fucking started, like my nigga, like that shit was strictly just wild shit, my nigga. Like it was just it was just in that lane. It was in that lane and I I wasn't fucking with it. And like I said, when they start showing 
like real like real life beheadings and you know all kind of shit with the cartel chopping people up and shit like like the real videos and shit like that you know what i'm saying people's heads and sh- like i'm like yo th- what what i'm fucking 18 I, like there's i should not be seeing this i should not be seeing this at all like this is not it's not okay it's not fucking okay it's not okay in my opinion in my opinion that shit is not okay at all so yeah, it makes me want to say that like, you know, we should have there should be something and should be censored. But then I'd be tight if they took away porn. Cuz I feel like of course that ain't really one and the same, but I feel like they like really really close in that realm of well, if one you know, if if death can go then or if or if I'm an 18-year-old, 19-year-old 12 year old and I had the option to see death should a 12 year old be have the option to see porn should a 10 year especially especially now my nigga especially now like now everybody got the phone now everybody got a laptop everybody got a computer and shit like I can remember I used to have to go sneak in my parents I used to have to go sneak in my parents room when they wanted the crib get on the computer in a room, beat my dick <laughs> in a <they> room. Ah, <laughs> uh, just saying that out loud and thinking back on it. That's foul as fuck, and that's funny. But um, yeah, beat my dick in a room, and hold up, delete the history, all that shit, this and that, my nigga. Like, and that was one computer in the household. Then I think we might have got two. Yeah, we then we ended up getting a second one uh, and shit. But, like, now, my nigga, like, it's way too accessible. Everything is way too accessible. You know, like, a kid can get on, get on the Internet and see anything right now. Like, yo, the Internet, it's a great place, but it's a wild fucking place, my G. It's a wild fucking place. You know what I'm saying? That's like that dark web shit. Like, that's crazy, too. Like, that's fucking crazy. That's fucking crazy. I kind of want to watch, like, a documentary because it's always... That shit's interesting. I'm not going to lie. It's it's very interesting, but that shit's scary. Like, you can order a hitman? Like, niggas real life be doing hits for people. For money. That shit crazy as fuck. That shit crazy as fuck, bro. Like, the shit that be on the motherfucking internet, my nigga. The motherfucking shit that be on the internet. You know what I'm saying? But again, like I said, just same thing with the family guy shit. Where's the line? Where's the motherfucking line at? You know? If one thing gets censored, well, that ain't going to be the only. Something got to go. Something else has got to go. It's always going to be something else. That's just like... You know, prime example, you know, take it back to my can't poke on white wives episode. Whole reason why Craigslist got shut down because of the domino, the domino effect. My fucking back page getting shut down. 
Now, again, it's not so much of that wasn't so much of censorship. That was more so of, you know, trying to uh, prevent human trafficking and shit like that. You know, so I get it. But, um, yeah. Yeah. If one thing goes, then something else got to go. So <sighs> it makes me sad. But I enjoy porn. And I'd be sad to see it go. Like my nigga, I can remember being in Korea and porn was like, and porn is like for real, for real blocked in Korea. Like you either got to have a proxy, you either got to have a proxy. Like I remember in high school, I remember in high school when we used to have our laptops and uh, Facebook and MySpace and shit like that used to be blocked. But niggas would have the proxies to, to get on to the shit like that nigga. That was a... <laughs> When I fucking got to Korea and tried to finally got my internet and tried to beat my dick, like nigga, that was the first thing I did. As soon as my internet got hooked up, all right, let me really break my room in right. You know what I'm saying? Let me really break this bitch in right. You know, I'm finna watch me a, a fire ass porn right quick. And that shit was blocked. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, what the fuck is going on? You know what I'm saying? The shit was crazy. But uh, so that was wild, you know. And, and I can't imagine living like that. <laughs> I can't imagine living like that every day. There was probably like two sites that wasn't blocked or one site that wasn't blocked. and Yeah. And everything else, you had to proxy that bitch up. And I can't live like that. I need to be able to pull up on Pornhub at any time. I need to be able to pull up on X videos at any time. I need to be able to pull up on XNXX at any time. At any time. The irony about the porn being blocked in Korea, though, was prostitution was 100% legal. Shout out Sichion. Nah, not Sichion. What was the joint down the block from Osan? Nooney? My nigga Nooney, he be listening to the pod, so he'll break me off with that information once I drop the link. But, uh... Suwon, there we go. Yeah, my nigga. As soon as you come up out, as soon as you come up out the uh the subway, as soon as you walk up up the stairs out the subway, my nigga, and you just look left, you are gonna see the red light district. <laughs> as soon as you come out the motherfucking main subway, getting into the motherfucking city, hang a motherfucking left. Oh, landlords and shit. Uh, yeah, hang a motherfucking laughing. You was gonna see it. You was gonna see it, my nigga. You know. But uh, yeah, that's about all I got on that one. You know, that's about all I got. You know, long story short is I just feel like again, death is just something that shouldn't be seen on the internet. Fucks me all up. It's depress. It's a depressing thing to see. It makes me, it sucks to see it because it makes me just think how crazy the world really is. And and if it's not that crazy, it just makes me think that the world is super crazy and that sucks too, you know. But um, let's see what else I got. I think that was the last topic, but here was an extra excellent. Here we go. A guy cures his back pain 
by injecting his own semen every month for over a year straight. He injects himself with his own semen. Where? I'm not sure. I don't think it's in the back. I think it's just like in his leg or some shit like that. But injects injects himself with his own semen every motherfucking month for over a year straight and has cured all his back pains and all this and that. Like, the nigga is legit healthy as an ox, according to the article. Is that extra excellent? You decide. All right. Now, let's get into this motherfucking, it's on the list. This song right here is really on the list, my G. It used to be my motherfucking, uh, it used to be my motherfucking alarm for like a whole fucking year straight. You know what I'm saying? And this, this nigga is really in my top five. This rapper is in my top five. Let me give y'all a story right quick before I go into it. So last week, right? I hit up the homie Kevin. I'm trying to get in the studio. I'm like, hey, there's any studio time open this week? And uh, he was like, uh, let me get back to you in a few hours. And I'm like, all right, for sure. A few hours ago past, I don't hear nothing back. The whole night goes by, I don't hear nothing back. So the next day, I'm on my laptop, about to look at some videos for, like, editing and shit like that for Premiere and After Effects, whatever the case. But then I fucked around and watched a Reason interview. Then I fucked around and watched a punch interview. So now I'm in the music mode. So I hit up I hit up the homie Kevin like, yo, uh, was there any, I was like, there any slots open? And uh, he was like, yeah, man, until eight today. He was like, my fault. I thought I sent it to you yesterday. And I'm like, oh, he was like, yeah, today until eight and tomorrow from three to eight. And I'm like, all right, for sure. I'll just, I was like, I'm pulling up now then. And, uh, he was like, when today? I'm like, yeah. He was like, all right. So I pull up to the studio. I leave the house probably at like 3.30 or some shit like that. I rush over to the motherfucking studio. Go uh, up in up in motherfucking North Hollywood. Shoot the North Hollywood. Go to the studio, right? So I go in, get everything set up. Regular, smegular, you know. Uh, and everything was cool. Then I go out to my car. And I come back in. I hear some motherfuckers upstairs talking. Nothing new. Niggas be upstairs. The studio upstairs. Whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Then I go to use the bathroom. I come out the studio again. I go to I go to the bathroom. And I'm just hearing these niggas talking. But they really loud, though. Like, they mad fucking loud. They mad fucking loud. And, uh... And I hear him talking, but then I hear one voice that just kind of sounded familiar. Like, just a little bit. I'm like, damn that. Damn, that sound like. So then, you know, I go back in the studio, in there for a little bit. I go back out to smoke. This is all within, like, the first... 30, 35 minutes of me being at the studio. Then I go outside to smoke and I come back in. And now I hear them talking still. But that one motherfucking voice is just really standing out right now. 
And I'm like, my nigga, that sounds, God, that sounds just like, but that ain't, why would he be, you know what I'm saying? What's the chances? What's the chances? So at this point, I'm just downstairs in the studio. I'm downstairs in the lobby of the studio, though, just being a creep, eavesdropping like a motherfucker. Because they're upstairs and like they're upstairs in the studio, but like the lobby section of the studio, which I didn't know that until. Uh, so I'm listening and I'm like, yo, that sound just like that's my don't tell me that's my fucking don't tell me, bro. So it's killing me not to find out. I'm like, so I, so I like creep up the stairs. Then I walk back down the stairs because I don't want to interrupt. I don't know who all up there. There's one voice. He just sound ignorant. He just sound like an ignorant ass nigga that's, you know, going to be ready to get it popping because I didn't walk up there and interrupting niggas having a conversation and this and that shit, you know. And uh, so I, I do that. Then I walk back downstairs. And I'm just still listening, like, oh, my God, man. So I probably walk up the stairs three times without even fully going up there to the studio because I'm just, like, shook. I'm just nervous. But I'm still not 100% sure if the person I think this is is actually upstairs until one of the motherfuckers actually say it. But just like so-and-so said, I'm like, oh, shit. Now I really got to go up there. Now I have to go up there because I know this motherfucker is up there. And there is no way I can just walk around and say that I think or I'm pretty sure so-and-so is up there. And I ain't even fucking walk up there just to, like, see, just to make sure. You know what I'm saying? So I fucking said, I'm like, fuck it. I'm nervous. I'm like, I'm like legit nervous. For real, for real. I'm like legit nervous. I can feel it in my stomach and all. So I walk up the stairs, right? And at first, like, there was like this little mirror. I said, like, I walked up the stairs and then I can kind of peek through the railings uh, and shit that there was like a mirror on the ceiling. So I'm looking through the little mirror like, oh, some straight up creep. <laughs> Creeping like a motherfucker, eavesdropping on their conversation, all kinds of shit. But then I finally, uh, I finally walk up, I finally walk up to the, uh, to the motherfucking top of the steps, right? Walk up to the steps and, uh, and, and one of the guys look at me like kind of eyes wide, like, you know, like, whoa. And I'm like, I'm like, Hey, I don't mean no harm. I'm like, man, I'm like, hey, man, I don't mean no harm. I don't mean no disrespect. But um, I'm like, yeah, I don't mean no harm. I don't mean no disrespect. But I thought I heard motherfucking Dom Kennedy up here. And as soon as I said that, that nigga turned around and it was motherfucking Dom Kennedy, bro. Motherfucking Dom Kennedy. Kennedy and I just had to speak my piece like my G you a legend like you a one like you a legend 
and you're a big inspiration. He was just like, thanks, my brother. You know, and I was like, again, y'all, I'm sorry for the disrespect. I was like, you know, sorry for interrupting. Stay up, my Gs. Have a good one. Oh, I just couldn't believe, like, my nigga. Man, I ran back. I walked back downstairs in that motherfucking studio, nigga. I was hype. I was hype. Like, nigga, I just met. I just shook hands with one of my top with one of my top five fucking rappers, bro. And like being out here in LA, I've seen other celebrities and shit like that and been close to them and whatever the case. Like not a lot. Like not like my brother. My brother stayed like running into celebrities and shit like that. But um, yeah. So long story short, Dom was like the first one that I was kind of like that I was like starstruck. He didn't even kinda. I was straight up starstruck for real, for real. Uh, but yeah, like I said, my, the nigga's a legend, top five, my kids will acknowledge him as a, as a legend. I will not take any Dom Kennedy slander. I won't have it. I will never tolerate it. And, uh, so with that being said, here goes a motherfucking top, you know, a top joint. This is easily a uh, uh, this is easily a top three hundred song right here, all time. It's on the list. Without further ado, it's one twenty five, baby. And guess what we up doing? Get money, then you die, my nigga. Ain't really that much to it. A lot of people have big plans. I'm just the one that stuck to it. A nigga trying to drive with baby drivers. I'm trying to do what Puffy doing. <laughs> I feel like the guy in Crush Group. My whole life is like Crush Group. How things been since I left? I know these niggas now have very little respect. That's why I came back to get you up out that dress, and that was kind of direct, but what else would you expect? You could buy cars, big condos and jets, handguns and texts, you'll never get no respect. She walks in the room, kisses me on my neck, sits down on the couch like I'm trying to have sex. Two months later, her stomach can feel upset, took a pregnancy test, shook her head and was yes. Never meant to happen, hope it turns for the best, whatever the outcome, I'm always gonna have regrets. I am not Jody, you are not no event. Before charges get pressed, I'ma go ahead and step. If you get money, niggas gotta connect. And I never smoke stress, so wanna fuck with my ex. <laughs> uh, it's 125, baby. <laughs> niggas is crazy if y'all make that nigga, bro. Baby. Come on. It's 125, baby. 125, baby. Excuse my language, but I done been through some shit. One thing I knew was I never was finna quit. Build a foundation, it take time to get rich. And instead of canned tuna, I'ma fuck with this shrimp. Get a nice car, hit it off with some tent. And every time I see my girl, I hit her off with some rent. I talk to the kids and hit them off with some sense. Don't talk to police, you might get somebody to pinch. Never give an inch, like you're going to flinch. Don't say you got a gun when niggas know it's a wrench. Hanging out with me feels like an event. And I hit it one time, she said, yeah, I'm convinced. I know it's getting late, but I ain't feeling content. So I'ma pick this lock until I hear it go click. Try and get my chips and stay away from you simps. If you happy being you, I fuck with you on the strip. Uh -huh. 
125, baby. This 125, baby. This 125, baby. This 125, baby. That was motherfucking 125 by Dom Kennedy off the forever classic, the Yellow Album. That shit was stupid. That mixtape was fucking stupid. Um, I wonder what... One day that needs to be a conversation. Somebody needs to talk about that. What was the last great mixtape? Because the mixtape era is over now. Everything is actually a project or an album now. This and that. Like, and motherfuckers still kind of drop mixtapes every now and then and shit. You know what I'm saying? But like, as far as the mixtape era, the mixtape era is definitely over. Probably that shit was over in 2014. Like officially, it was probably over in 2014. I would say. What What was the last great mixtape? You know, and for me, I might, I might have to put Yellow Album as the last. That was the last really. Really strong mixtape. Think about all the mixtapes that that have come out. Motherfucking the the drought series. Wayne, this nigga got so many goddamn mixtapes. And like, and, and he got different, and he got eras of like, he got periods of having hard ass mixtapes. Like at the very beginning of mi- or at least at the very beginning of my mixtape run my mixtape career you know was early 2000s early 2000s the drought series wayne was on them shits even the squad up tapes was stupid you know then right then he came through with the ill ass dedications but you know but tag that along with the with their original no ceilings and uh i think Dedication 2 might have dropped around then, too. Not too sure. But you know what I'm saying? He was on fire with the shit, too. My nigga was on fire with mainstream shit and motherfucking uh, motherfucking the mixtapes, you know? Fucking who else had a hard-ass mixtape back in the day? Mixtapes I used to fuck with. Loso, this nigga Fabulous used to always have hard-ass mixtapes. Come on, Meek Mill, 
the Dreams and Nightmare. I think that's what they was called. Dream Chaser mixtapes. DC four, DC three, DC three was stupid. DC two was stupid. Um, Jesus Christ, Joel Santana back like could crack like just the list goes on and on and on and on and on and on. But what was the last? Like what were the top five last? great mixtapes so clearly we can't name the drought like it has to be something that came out within i would probably say the last three years i would give it the last three years of mixtapes maybe the last five because it's not like there's i mean there's hella fire as mixtapes but you can say like ones that really just moved and shook shit you know in, in the latter half of the mixtape era, what was the top five? What was the the top five fucking mixtapes? You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, anyways, that's it. I'm out of here on this one. It's been great, guys. It's been real. For everyone that listens, I appreciate you. You can't even imagine it. I be seeing it. You know what I'm saying? Niggas be... You know, sharing my shit on Twitter and shit like that. And, you know, liking all my posts and shit like that on Instagram. And, you know what I'm saying? Just the love. But I need this shit to grow. I want this shit to grow. So tell your friend. Tell your mama, man. Tell your mama. Look, your mama grown. Your mama grown. She can let, She can handle a little, you know. She can handle it. She can handle a little raunchy talk a little bit. She grown. She grown. Your daddy grown. Your auntie grown. Your sister grown. Your cousin grown. And your little and and and, and, and your little peoples, your little siblings, your little cousins, you know, they bad as hell anyway. No, I'm just playing. Don't put them on it. Don't put them on the speak on it. You know what I'm saying? I ain't really trying to influence the youth like that. They ain't really. They ain't really my steez. But, uh, yeah, but anyways, for real, um, please, guys, continue to like, share, comment, and share again. Can't, uh, can't express that enough, so I'm going to say it one more time. Please, guys, continue to like, share, comment, and share again. I truly appreciate it. Anytime I put up a post and people are engaging, I truly appreciate it. Thank you very much, guys. I really, you know what I'm saying? And it's only a matter of time before I really, like, send somebody some shit. I'm going to I'm gonna do, like, a little giveaway. What would somebody want from me? Maybe, like, I can't give y'all my vans because, you know, I got to sell them. They're going to be 11000 But I might give y'all, like, a, a bubble coat or a shirt. Or a hat or something. I really want to give something away. I really, really do. I want to give something away. Uh, so I'm going to figure something out to get motherfuckers involved. And I'm going to really give some shit away. And, you know, you can just have you some. You can have you some uh, either way you look at it. Some some memorabilia from, uh, from Don. Or you could look at it as, you know, a collector's item from uh, Jack Haynes. Whichever way. I'm still not sure which like which name I want to use for the podcast. I have Don on the podcast, but sometimes I, sometimes I, yo, I cannot talk today. All right, I'm out of here. Peace out.